Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome to Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Timothy Michael McKernan, ranked number one, two decades. It's incredible. I'm incredible. You are, Tim. That's what Jackson wrote. Mm -hmm. Mike Ryder, executive producer of 101 ESPN just came in and said, starting five minutes late, what is this, the BK and Ferrario show? And I feel like that was a shot at us on the front end. Yes. And then on the back end, implying that our lack of ability, i.e. your lack of ability to manage the clock in hosting what is now known as the Piddle Show, leads to them being late. That's what I felt like it was. I felt like it was passive-aggressive. And candidly right now, I am raging and I am deciding how I will passive-aggressively respond as if talking about him in third person with him just 10 feet behind me is not passive-aggressive enough. I would send him an email. At 4.45 on Friday. Yeah, 4.45 on Friday. Or, and then CC a bunch of people who have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. nice. Yes, please. And then uh, uh, if, it, if there's no response, Sunday at about 7 p.m., say, mm. any word on this? <laughs> I really liked that. <laughs> I have to tell you that. I think, uh, well, we got a question here. Did Jackson watch the Blues game against the Hawks last night? That's right from the 636. Ah, a little trap has been set early this morning because the Blues play the Blackhawks tonight. Wow, look at this. Not going to get a breaking ball by Jackson today. He is on fire, and it's probably because he knows we get to talk basketball today. Uh, Billikens, Billikens, rah, rah, rah. Billikens, Billikens, rah, rah. I put a small taste on St. Louis University, Bidus 3, last night, and I was handsomely rewarded. Got a little bit of a sweat. I candidly wasn't aware of it because if a game starts at 8 o'clock and I get up as early as I do, I'm usually passed out on pills uh, right around 9.30, 10 o'clock. According to my whoop, I fell asleep at 9.35, but I woke up this morning to see what it was doing after watching the first half. Uh, last second tip in to give a four-point lead. And I saw that they won and they covered. But little did I know, got a little interesting there in the final few minutes after a 15-point lead. But they were able to hold off a team that if you were to count down the votes in the AP poll would be ranked 35th. The Billikens ranked 30th. If you, you count through the others receiving votes, Jackson. Yeah. And that's a nice win to beat Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers. Yeah. Billikens, Billikens, rah, rah, rah. Billikens, Billikens, rah, rah. Billikens, did the outside of the last couple minutes there, uh, they played outstanding. They played hard. And I think the biggest thing is they're going to want is Memphis to have a really good season because SLU needs quality out-of-conference wins. And that what about when they go down to the Plains and beat Wardam Eagle and your favorite coach, Bruce Pearl? Uh, least favorite coach. Uh, eh, he's probably not my least favorite. He's up there, though. Um, 
th- that is a great opportunity because the eight ten is real is strong this year, but you got to get wins outside of the conference if you want to make the the tournament. Well, you know, you talk about Maryland, you talk about the opportunity to play against Miami, a Providence, and then you talk about Auburn. This is a big, big chance here for the Billikens over the next ten days. Yeah, Yuri Collins is is just an incredible Fun player. To watch, he's an incredible. He's the kind of point guard that you know once the ball's in his hand, he's going to get the ball to the right spots. He's going to control the offense, control the tempo. And that's something that it certainly does not grow on trees. Yuri Collins is a special, special talent. All right. There it is, Jackson. You got a little lead with the Billikens. You got basketball. You're in your comfort zone. You weren't yeah. trapped by the Blackhawks. How was the game last night? That game can be heard right here on 101 ESPN pregame at 3.30 Pacific, 5.30 Central, uh, with uh, Darren Pang joining us here in a matter of moments as the Blues try and make it four in a row. Then see if they can make it five in a row if they're able to do that tomorrow night when they're back home against the Capitals. That is taking place here in St. Louis. Uh, guys, Memphis would kick Slew's ass in football. Thanks. That's from the 480. Considering Slew doesn't feel the team. That might be difficult. Uh, Tim, do you think you can use some of your St. Louis U High influence and get Taylor Twelman on for a little World Cup preview? Need to know where the betting windows are. Uh, that's from the 618. You know, I, I have texted with Taylor Twelman before, and I think it was because he was unhappy about something that we said on the show, and I can't recall what it was. But, it, oh, I remember what it was. And you weren't on the show at this time. This was a few years ago. And this was before St. Louis was granted a franchise. And what he said was, if St. Louis got an MLS franchise, it would challenge the Blues. That's what, and in people, as you might imagine, as I'm sure many are now comprehending that, weren't too happy that he said that. Right. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And uh, so we were clearing the air. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll tell you the winner right now. Oh. France goes back to back. Excuse me? France for the World Cup. Oh, you've just you just released yeah. the winner of the World Cup, so you've already seen this and you know how it's going to play out. Yeah, France is going to go back to back. They're sick. There it is. Jackson just gave you. Uh, what can we get? What's what's the what's the number on that? They're, I think they're the favorites. But you're still saying it's worth throwing the money on them. I mean, if you want to bet the winner, you got United States and England at one o'clock, and Missouri and Arkansas at two thirty on the Friday after Thanksgiving. How yeah. do you do? It's going to be awesome. I mean, Salin. the U.S. is going to have their hands full with the English bunch. They're really good. Um, I didn't know that you were uh, Sir Soccer here. I Where, like, where's Bill McDermott? He's had his crown taken. Uh, over the last few years, I get, you know what it is? Getting up for radio early makes me get up early on the weekends, even if I don't really want to. And so what's on early Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings is English football, or soccer as they call it. And, uh, and I like watching it. And I've gotten a little more into it. And I love the World Cup, so I wanted to get into it like a year before the World Cup. I wanted to get wow, back into it. I didn't know it. this. Yeah. You're always force-feeding the association down our throats. I didn't realize that you were Sir Soccer Jr. I'm a Renaissance man. Hey, Ledoux Virgin Boy, are you going to watch the soccer game tonight or the Blues? Oh, wait, you have three screens in your condo. That's from the 314. Oh, I don't have a condo, but uh, no, I don't know what I'll be watching tonight. Probably blues, little blues. I have two TVs, so one of them will be blues because there's no. And then what else will be on? Uh, a little association too. I can have both. It's cool to have both. But you can watch St. Louis City too for the first ever. Bit. Oh, that's right, ESPN Plus. That's, what, that's why. That's why the question asked if you're going to watch soccer. I, I blanked out there for a second. Um, 
Yeah, I'll probably. I'm I'm, I'm legitimately looking forward to watching. Yeah, that. yeah. I want to see what the new stadium looks like. I want to see like on TV what it looks like. I bet it's gonna be. Incredible. What's wonderful is you're traveling downtown. It sure does. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, during the World Cup, I would like him to be known as Lil Footy. That's I from like the that. Five seven three. Like you take that. that. Yeah, I like Will Footy. <laughs> uh, you can send in your text and win Thomas Rhett tickets six five seven eight zero Air Comfort Service text line, uh, and we will give away Thomas Rhett tickets for our uh, text of the day here, approximately ten fifty eight. Uh, we have your chance to score a pair of free tickets to Thomas Rhett's home team tour with special guest Cole Swindell on Saturday, May twentieth at Enterprise Center. Tickets are now on sale, and you can also find a bonus chance to win free tickets right now at one hundred one ESPN or on your 101 mobile app. All right, Darren Pang is going to join us coming up at 10.15, coming up at approximately 10.32.30. I'm going to see if I can run a tight clock like that. You think, what are the chances? Uh, 12%. Wow, that's you're pretty bullish. <laughs> uh, we have the Lil Piddles probability party in parentheses with other things. Yep, rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, so this is a jam-packed show today. Darren Pang joins us next, talking about the Blues run, which he called. You better have that sound by ready, because he called his shot last Wednesday when he was on with us. <laughs> it's next here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you to the top of the hour. The program is called Balloon Party, but it uh, is doing business as The Piddle Show. And uh, it is our pleasure to welcome to the show uh, Darren Pang, Jackson. Uh, Panger, good morning. Uh, haven't heard. Uh, I didn't get on the phone with Panger, uh, uh, but I'm working, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Mother of Pearl. I'm working on it. I'm trying my best. Oh, well, that should that should play well then. I mean, that, that is the truth. I am trying my hardest. <sighs> Did Tim smoke 40 cigarettes before walking into the studio this morning? Thanks, on the 314. I don't smoke. Do I sound like, did my voice sound? Well, at the last second before that second, oh. you, got, you got real throaty with the, uh, with the, with the tease. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of got away from you for a second. As the broadcaster almost... runs out of air but doesn't have the presence of mind or experience to know to bail and just inhale right. and then finish her on off and throw it a break or throw it to the guest. Right. <laughs> when in doubt, just let it die out. Let it die right there. No, no, see, for me, because I didn't catch it, I tip my cap and I give that uh, text of the day. Remember, we're giving away Thomas Rhett tickets, uh, 65780, and we'll hope to have Darren Pang with us at 1030 as Jackson continues to hashtag try his best. Uh, let's see what we got here. Somebody is really unhappy with me, but it was sent in in like four different texts. Uh, let's see. This show is only relevant. Oh, nice. Oh, we're we're relevant. That's nice. <laughs> Didn't know that we were relevant. This show is only relevant because Tim the Tool throws Jackson under the bus every day. For some reason, people love to listen to douchebags. I'm pretty sure there are text messages that I sent in that support Jackson and support basketball, but clearly Tim the Tool doesn't read them. Tim must have the Shathlick schools. <laughs> I think short man syndrome. Oh, short, short man syndrome, where he feels like he has to pick on taller people that work for him. He must have picked. Do you work for me? Yeah, I guess. If works for him, he must have been picked on as a little kid growing up in those Catholic schools. I have never heard more about my Catholicism than working on this show. It's the strangest damn thing. And I and I'm pretty like transparent that I am a 
godless pervert. Yeah. I'm very straightforward with it, but I did go to Catholic school, and for whatever reason, that's a burr in the saddle of some people in this audience, and I have no idea why. Just like your love of the association. Yeah, with a text. But I would like to apologize for St. Gabriel's and St. Louis University High School and my height. And while we're there, also whatever happened with my skull. I have no idea. I'd like to apologize for that. All right, we're going to do the Piddles Probability Party and Other Things. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one, this one it might be the most special of them all. Is that right? Well, because it's I the still most don't hear a sponsor, just for the record. Uh, yeah, just wait on that. <laughs> I, well, I am. Stay tuned. The Lil Piddles Probability Party in parentheses with other things. Uh, Percentage that the Blues are 500 by the first day of 2023. For the record, just to set the record straight, because that's what this program is all about, about uh, the Blues are 6-8. and eight, And uh, there's obviously a lot of room between now and New Year's Day. All is quiet on New Year's Day. Uh, what, are you, what are you going with? 60%. Uh, I am going to go with... 75%. Yeah. 75%. So we're, b- we're both within the yeah. range. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of what took place in the losing streak uh, has been tended to and were some outliers. Now, I think it's only fair, since we're both on the pro side of being at 500 or better by New Year's Day, that we go devil's advocate and point out that really, I think only minus the loss to Edmonton at home, those games in the losing streak, were, I guess the Boston game in Boston, weren't exactly close. And so maybe to say, ah, they, you know, they, they just got a bad, bad beats and they found their groove. But you look at who they're playing and who they did play during that streak, they have an opportunity right now to go above 500, much less uh, by January 1st. All right, question number two for the award-winning Little Piddles probability party with other things That's in right. parentheses. Uh, percentage, the Cardinals make a meaningful move. Before Thanksgiving, I like this question. This put this puts the man to the test. Yeah. This puts this man to the test. What are you going with? Meaningful meaning like someone who would actually. You wrote the question for the love the Lord. Right, and I guess I started off that uh, question with with some question in my my vocal tone, but I'm not. I'm saying meaningful as in like someone that would be in the everyday lineup or fringe lineup. So somebody meaningful. Uh, I'll say twenty five percent. Thanksgiving's you know next week. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's the perfect timeline to put the man to the test. Oh, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. I'm gonna go thirty three percent. All right, a little more confident. So I'm just a little more optimistic on these first two questions than than you. Yeah, I feel like but they, both within the same range. I feel like they want to make a splashy first play, kind of get. I everyone. think they're going catcher first, and then I think, think? that's the domino. Because if they get catcher, they'll feel a lot more confident about what they I can do. I just think I think I mean, listen, that's that's my nobody's told me anything, right? You know, but that is my that is my theory. Yeah, I like that. Uh, whose whose future are you higher on for the Cardinals, Brendan Donovan or Dylan Carlson? Wow, another. I mean, I'm telling you, this little piddles probability party with other things. I thought it was special. Yeah, I you know, and it sounds. I'm not, I'm not trying to be Mr. Zag over here. Mr. Zag. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like Mr. Contrarian. But if I'm like, if we're talking future, I'm higher on Dylan Carlson's future. I think his ceiling is higher than Brendan Donovan's. I think he can be, I mean, he's fast, he's a good fielder, and he's shown spurts where he's a really good hitter. And that is, I think, a little more rare than a you know, decent hitting middle infielder. So I'm higher on Dylan Carlson's ceiling and his future. 
I'm going to say Dylan Carlson, but I'm not operating at a high level of confidence. I'm making the play, kind of how I build daily fantasy lineups. You don't build daily fantasy lineups when you're trying to win a million dollars based on protecting your floor. You base it on trying to seek the ceiling. And sure, Allen Robinson of the Rams this week is an example. Well, Cooper Cup's hurt. He's on the IR. He's having surgery. He hasn't had a great year, but now he's the number one receiver with the Rammies, and so maybe people won't be playing him. He'll have a high ceiling, and I shall be paid off handsomely. There's the thought process. Brendan Donovan, rock solid, third in the Rookie of the Year voting. Um, Gold glove guy. But does he have the ceiling Dylan Carlson does? No. And so I would say Dylan Carlson. But I would also tell you I'm not operating with a great deal of confidence. Tim, can I add one probability of him actually getting Panger on the phone today? Nice question. Ooh. So you might have inside word because he may have te- uh, texted you back. He has not. Um, okay. So that's not Panger's an SEC violation. Not, I mean, he's a busy guy and there's things pop up. So I'm not like upset by any means. But yeah, he'll text me back. Well, the audience is starting to get angry. And I understand. Because they expected to hear. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love hearing Panger. I mean, he made a... He was Part a, of me thinks you didn't even reach out to him just so you could have more airtime. That's that's what's in the back <laughs> yeah, of my I, mind. I'm desperately searching out more time on the air. That's Please. in the back of my mind. Please, let me go eight hours. Eight hours is your answer to probability of Darren Pang appearing on the program. 70%. <laughs> Jackson, I finally landed a shot that exhausted him. <laughs> the audience couldn't see it, but he was, he was visibly exhausted. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to say 95% Pang's on. He's probably doing something for TNT. Yeah. And I bet he's on. This is just kind of, the, this is kind of his busy time where any of his players or coaches right. on the TNT game day. That, that would be my play. So I'm going with a 95%. I'm getting more questions. Tim, probability of Contreras to the Cardinals. Now I need to take, and I want to make this, it's not that I'm anti-Wilson Contreras. Personally, I would like to see the Cardinals allocate dollars elsewhere other than catcher for Wilson Contreras. It's not, if they got him, I wouldn't be, damn it. But it's just not what I want to see them do. Um, And I think more Cardinal fans than not want to see them sign Wilson Contreras. So the question is, probability of Contreras to the Cardinals, but my honest answer is a really bad and boring answer. It's 50-50. That's my honest answer, though. Yeah. That's my honest answer is 50-50. So I got to be honest. It's honesty in media. Jackson? I'll go 30%. Okay. I'm not Do you sure. want to see Contreras? Or are you with me and want to see him trade one of the pieces and then allocate dollars for a bat? If they get a good deal on Contreras, maybe. But if it's uh, if, if they're gonna, it's going to cost them significant dollars where they're not going to sign somebody else because of it, then no. I would rather take uh, a lesser notorious catcher who could probably have similar numbers, maybe not at the plate, but certainly behind the plate. I, that's more, and maybe it's because growing up with Yadi, but like I'd prefer a catcher who's better behind the plate than at the plate batting. But I'm telling you, you've uh, you've been C blocked here on the Lil Piddles probability party because we're getting a lot of questions on probabilities. And hey, I, I love a good arbitrary probability discussion because I, you know why? There's no right answer. Exactly. But you can give an opinion that differs, and you can get your ass lit up for it. Uh, Tim, what's the probability that Adam Wainwright's $17 million contract will be the reason why the offense will go into the season the exact same as it did last year? I do not think that that is the case, and my reason is the following. Nolan Arenado's meeting with John Mazalek in Southern California, and John Mazalek then 48 hours later publicly saying the payroll is going to go up. There's just no way. The Cardinals would rather make a bad deal. I would cite Dexter Fowler, December 2016, as an example of a panic bad deal when they didn't get Adam Eaton. Um, 
as something that they would do than not honor what I believe, and I have absolutely no evidence other than piecing the hand together, was a commitment they made to Nolan Arenado saying that they would go out and get some offense this offseason, which is why Mazalak then 48 hours after being in Southern California with Arenado said they were going to increase the payroll, which is a zero upside play, unless he actually plans on doing it. Jackson, why are you writing on a whiteboard now? Is, is the content that dreary that you're now drawing up plays for the Pelicans over there? Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what they're going to do. I mean, if a team goes to a 1-3-1, how are you going to break? you gotta get, you got to expose the baseline guy. And that, I think, is the key. You could have just said this. Pang's good for next segment. I want it to be seamless. I'm trying to become like a well, real, I'm I mean, trying to become instead professional. Instead of simply saying Pang is good for next segment, you went into a 12-second breakdown of what the Pelicans were going to do offensively. And that was a win for me. <laughs> so it was an intentional, wow, that was meta. You knew I would call you out for looking down and starting to draw up something on the whiteboard, which would then allow you to start talking about the Pelicans' offense. Yep. Man, I didn't realize I was up against Phil Ivey in here. That's what I do. Uh, next question, percentage that Matt Carpenter returns to the St. Louis Baseball Cardinals, for those of you confused <laughs> by the Big Reds' appearance. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing, I'm, I'm, we're calling the St. Louis Baseball Cardinals from here on out. i got to tell you, I'm on board with that. I love it. Um, God. I'm going to say 25%, which might be uncomfortably high for many in the audience based on the reaction when I read Ken Rosenthal's story yesterday. Yeah, when I first, I, I was like in the 25% I mean, people, category. people will rage over that. Until, But then like once he, you know, the same people who raged, if he comes He's up, just not going to be a starter like he no. was unless he's raking. So I right. kind of view it as, I understand why people immediately go, oh my God, not again. But it would be a different situation than, you know, 18, 19, and 20. Right. That's why I view it differently. And currently, what's... Whatever the hell it was. What's hell, the alternative know. currently? Is it Dickerson? Well, I, it, I mean, it's it's November sixteenth, so right. I don't I don't I don't view it through that prism. I just I understand why people have the reaction they do to it, but I I legitimately could see it because I'm not sure what the market will be for him. And on top of that, he's not going to go just play anywhere at this point in his career. You know, right? He left Texas, which wasn't doing anything this past year. They're going to try and do something this year, but uh, to go play for the Yankees, I don't think he's going to fall around. You know, and some other. NL Central haunt. Uh, let's see. And final question for the Little Piddles probability party with other things. Uh, who do you think will have the better basketball season, Mizzou or SLU? That's, that's a good question. Now, I think it's important to do this. I am a Missouri fan. Now, interestingly enough, some Missouri fans don't think I can also be a St. Louis University fan, and some St. Louis University fans don't think I can also be a St. Louis University fan. But I am. If the two were to play, I'd want Missouri to win, but it's not like I'm raging Missouri fan. Oh, I am. I know, I know you are. So, But I think it's important when we give an opinion that we acknowledge yeah. the bias. And I'm going to try to take mine out of it. Okay. I think it's St. Louis University. I think it's St. Louis University. Right. On Right now, the, team, the St. Louis University team is better. But I'm really bullish on Dennis Gates As overall. I. Yeah. And the thing about Mizzou is they're going to progress hopefully better because – I mean, they had three returning players this year, so most of the guys have never played together outside of a couple guys who went to Cleveland State. So as the season goes on, I think they will develop better. But right now, SLU is coached incredibly well, and they have a, 
a really, really good point guard to go along with some athletic guys, and they can shoot. You're Slew concerned is, about inside play for both teams. Yeah, big big time for Mizzou. Uh, Slew, I'm nervous about getting in foul trouble, but Mizzou last night, Kobe Brown got two fouls in 90 seconds and was sat the entire first half. Yeah. I mean, that's a problem because they don't have many other guys who can defend inside. All right, final, and this is mine. Uh, percentage both teams get in the SC Dolly Tour. Both? 15%. I'm going to go higher than that. Wow. Tournament stuff to get into. SEC is really good this year. I'm going to go 25%. Okay. All right. You can accept that. All right. Darren Pang's going to join us next, allegedly. And was the whole thing a sabotage just so Jack's going to have more airtime? Your thoughts. Win Thomas Rhett tickets. Send your texts in 65780. Panger next here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. It's time to talk Blues Hockey with Darren Pang. Holy jump and what a save! Oh my! Refreshed by Urban Chestnut Brewing Company and their Urban Underdog Lager. Prost! Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you to the top of the hour. This program is called Balloon Party, and uh, it's winning all of the awards, as voted on by Inside STL anyway. Uh, we apologize, and really Jackson apologizes. Darren Pang was supposed to be with us at 10.15, and Jackson just wanted airtime. And so now he's going to join us at, at 10.37. That's what's... That's what's going on here today. But, but for, Panger, before before we start to chastise Jackson, who deserves it all, let's, yep. pl- let's play the audio of how we finished up our conversation last week because you went Babe Ruth and you stepped out of the batter's box and you called your shot. Ladies and gentlemen, Darren Pang on November 9th, 2022, in the midst of the losing streak, called this shot Darren Pang with us every Wednesday here hopefully when we talk again a week from today we will have some semblance of momentum and well, we, lose turn it around that's what we're will. hoping for we will and I'll tell you why we will because I think the Blues are 7-1-1 one, and one when they have a father's trip they're oh. not having a father's trip they're having a wife's trip a uh, mother's trip excuse me a mother's trip and uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, Colorado, Chicago. So after the game tomorrow night against the Sharks, they'll go to Vegas where I'll meet them. And then from that point on. So we'll be talking some good things next week. I'm I see. Yep, there it is. And Panger, look what you said and look what happened. Well, uh, I'm a prognosticator. It's an awfully big word. I went out on a limb. Um, um, you know, that's what analysts are supposed to do. I mean, I, I, when Tony Romo started in this business, that's what he did at the very beginning. I don't know if he does it all the time now, but he was a prog. You got to tell people what's going to happen, not what just happened. Yep. So yep. I'm, 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 I'm happy about that. I'm happy that the the boys won the game in, uh, against San Jose. I met them in, in, in Vegas. They, that was a hard game, boy. Vegas was a hard game. They played their tails off. Then they go into Colorado. And <clears throat> you don't often see a six-on-three again. So basically defending that, and especially against a team like that, and pulling out a win. So the, the mums were, oh, my God. They, they gave the team so much energy. They were by the locker room after the game. They're singing Country Road. Yeah. I mean, it was like <laughs> one big balloon party. Ah, yes! Game. 
We finally have justified the show's name 11 months. That's six on three to finish up. I mean, watching that, that's something I can go back and, and watch a bunch of times. It was just, it was, it was like as you're trying to wrap up a series and a team is throwing everything they can at you. And it's a six on three. And it's not just a six on three. Like you said, it's a six on three against the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, to be able to withstand that for a minute 44 was something else, wasn't it? It was unbelievable. And to, and to put the, you know, the players that were on the ice, like, you know, Colton Pareko played his, that was, that's the best sequence I've seen Colton play in a while. I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. And even at the very end when he just, you know, and they took Nate McKinnon to the boards at the, you know, just to finish the whole playoff, even though he was on the ice for, you know, what seemed like two and a half minutes. And then to have Nico Mikola. So, you know, Mike Van Ryan runs the D and he's got the two tallest players with the longest sticks and they did a phenomenal job. And then, of course, Ryan O'Reilly uh, does what Ryan does best. So, I mean, all in all, too, the goaltender was not too bad either. So, yeah. uh, but, but, you know, pretty pretty darn unique that you finish a game like that, that the crowd was going crazy. The energy in the building was, was really something else. Like it was a, it was a regular season game that felt like, you know, game five of a playoff game. That's what it felt like. And it's nice to play those kind of games for the boys and, and to come out with a win like that, because that just catapults you into another direction. And it, it, you know, it's one thing to beat the Sharks, a team that's not necessarily uh, where they would like to be in 2022-2023, but Vegas and the streak they were on and the defending cup champions with a four-game winning streak, those are two very impressive wins. What have you seen since we talked last Wednesday that uh, has, has played a role in the difference in the Blue games, uh, Blues three-game winning streak going into Chicago tonight? Well, the biggest thing is, and in fact, I was just in the, in the locker room with the uh, – the Blackhawks, I just ran into Jonathan Taves and he looked at me and he goes, well, fine time for us to be playing the Blues. They look like their old self again. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and I, I, you know, you notice it when you're watching. And for me, it's the defensive zone coverage. Uh, you know, early in the year, they tried some things. They went to a bit of a more passive zone. Uh, other teams held on to pucks and held on to pucks. And I think the Blues just didn't feel com- comfortable or confident uh, in that situation, and they've changed it the last three or four games. Uh, it's a lot more aggressive in the D zone, a lot more man-on-man and, and you know, one-on-one on, on puck coverage, but then there's a lot of better releases and exchanges, so then you get back to position and you're not running around. So all in all, that's the biggest thing for me. Uh, the next biggest thing would have to be that they found somebody on the right side for, uh, for Ryan O'Reilly, mm-hmm. and Josh Levo looks like he fits right there. The next thing would be, that Braden Shen has been tough on Jordan Cairo in a good way. He's a mentor, he's a leader, and he's been pushing Jordan Cairo, and Jordan's game has really picked up. So th- those th- those things, I, I think, for me, are, are, are the biggest differences. Yeah, Cairo with a great defensive play uh, Monday night in Denver. Um, what, you've been very positive on the Blues goaltending, both with Bennington and Thomas Grice from the, before we even started the season here. Uh, what Jordan Bennington is doing is something else. Now, save percentage is 904, which doesn't necessarily stand out as glamorous, but the play in front of him for much of the season hadn't been particularly great, and that's going to lead to uh, a lower percentage. What is Bennington doing uh, outside of just being incredibly consistent at this point? Well, he's, you know what, Timmy, I think he's trusting the process right now. Like, at the beginning of the year, when, when, I, was, when I was saying that the defensive zone coverage was passive, I mean, it was, it was, it was. And that's why we got too many backdoor plays. That's why so many pucks were banking in off our defenseman's skates. Uh, I know they were inadvertent plays, but nine goals went in off our own defenseman into the net. And then they ha- there is nine or ten backdoor plays. So, 
at that point, I thought that he would start losing trust in the system, and he didn't. And I'm really impressed by that because when you start losing trust, then you start cheating, yeah. and then you start giving up bad goals from the short side because you're cheating to, you know, to where the puck is going to be, not to where it actually is. And I, I just think that he is stuck with it. The other thing is his concentration right now is all world. He gets on top of that crease. Pucks are coming like bullets through the middle of the ice, through traffic, under legs, through legs, and he is standing tall. And I'm really impressed by that part of it. The, the concentration, the intensity uh, on pucks has been really impressive for Bennington. So he'll play tonight. I'm watching the skate right now. Uh, he's in the starters' side. You know, that's what they usually do for the morning skate. So it wouldn't surprise me if Thomas Grice played tomorrow night against the Washington Capitals and and it looks like Vinny's going to be uh, in goal tonight. And, and why wouldn't he be? The guy's been on a roll. Well, you are a prognosticator. That was literally my next question. This isn't fair. I mean, this guy, yeah, Jackson, well, he's he's in the zone right now. Panger's in the zone. Right. It's a... Always one step ahead of you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Hey, I want to ask you, since, since they're playing the Blackhawks, Blackhawks off to a 6-6 a six and six start so far this season, uh, and you just mentioned you were talking with Taves. With, with, with regard to this team, uh, do you th- you think they will finish off the year with Chicago, or do you think uh, Taves and Kane will, will be moved this season? How do you think Chicago will handle this? Really good question, because both of them determine where they can or can't go. I mean, there's, there's, it's locked. It's, it's like it's locked and loaded. They can't. They, 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 they've got to say in anything that happens. So, um, my, my belief, especially since Patrick Kane is going to be so close to so many records for the Chicago Blackhawks, my sense is that he stays a Chicago Blackhawk forever. I know there's lots of rumors that all these teams want Patrick Kane, and maybe they do, and maybe he goes. My sense is that he stays here. He he ends his entire career as a Chicago Blackhawk, and he breaks every possible record that they have. Jonathan Taves, I'm not so sure about. I wouldn't guarantee that he stays here even through the deadline. Um, but they've been frickin' frackin' Batman and Robin for a long time. Um, I think there's a certain amount of stubbornness to them that want to see their sweaters go up in the rafters as, as members of the Blackhawks for their entire careers. Do you think we will ever see a run like the Hawks had again in the cap era? The Kings were able to win a couple of cups before the cap hit them. The Lightning are starting to see the cap affect them after a couple. And Pittsburgh won three cups in the cap era, but you can you can make a case that those were kind of two separate windows. And I realize the Blackhawks were able to cap circumvent with some loopholes that were around that aren't now. But how do you see a potential run like that emerging again, if it can possibly well, I, I see a lot of teams and general managers learning from the mistakes of this franchise here in Chicago because they, I mean, they had to give a lot of players away. They got caught in cap hell, basically, um, and they, you know, they 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 probably had a chance to even sustain it for a longer period of time. So, but to get back to your question, I guess, I mean, Tampa Bay, what they did, final in 2015, losing to Chicago. Uh, conference final, game seven at home against Washington losing, and then two Stanley Cups winning, and then a Stanley Cup final losing. Uh, I'll put Tampa Bay right there on that one, and they could get back to another one again. Mm -hmm. And then Colorado has a chance again as well. And listen, if the Blues win, you know, if the Blues sneak out one more in the next, you know, let's say it's this year or let's say it's next year, then that's two in a four-year or five-year window, and they can get another one. So, I mean, it's not improbable. But it is getting more and more difficult, and it's all on how you manage the cap and what players you sign to long-term deals and what kind of legs they have after year you know, two, three, or four. I mean, that's, that's been the problem with yeah. most of the teams. 
they've, they've been loyal to their players that have won. They signed them to long-term deals, but they didn't forecast what the player was going to be in three years. Yeah, that drop-off. Uh, Panger, we're looking forward to this one tonight. See if the Blues can carry the momentum back into their own building tomorrow against the Caps. Jordan Binnington right here from Darren Pang, likely in the net for the Blues if they try to make it four in a row. Panger, always enjoy the conversation. Thank you so much for the time this morning. Fine, sir. Always my pleasure for this award-winning show. Thank you. Yes, there it is. Thank you, Panger. See, he knows it's winning awards. Granted, it's from my company. It doesn't matter. You don't have to even mention that. Yeah, but I felt like it was the right thing to do. Well, honesty in media. That's our credo. Penny save, penny earn. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Uh, they can't have a letdown tonight or it's all for naught. That's from the 630. Let me see what the number is on tonight. Jackson, even though I know you have absolutely no clue, I'm going to buy time. What do you think the number is for tonight? Blues plus 135. Wow. You really, really didn't, did you? A Blues minus 175. Thoughts? Did you maybe misread it? Did the 7 look like a 3 and the plus look like a minus? Well, I didn't. I I was just guessing. No, I know. But, I mean, it was so far off mathematically. Right, right, right. It's like if I said, hey, Missouri, Tennessee, and you go, yeah, I think Missouri will be minus 12 and a half. That's essentially what you did with that line right there. Huh. Well, maybe they should reconsider the line. So you think that the Blues are the underdogs tonight, and I should bet the Blackhawks. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> I've been wounded. I don't know what to say at this point. I, I mean, you, I, I know, but I was thrown to the wolves there. I had no chance of well, getting that. Well, I asked that. you what the, the line was. Well, I, I, if I barely watch Blues games, I oh, certainly no. haven't watched Blackhawks games. No, no, no. Do you know the two people we were just talking about? What's that? <laughs> the two gentlemen on the Chicago Blackhawks, Darren Pang and I were just Patrick talking. Patrick Kane. About, yes. Number 88. Oh. And then the second one, no. Jonathan Taves. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's spelled like toes, though. With a W. Right. Wild. That should lead to some texts, considering we're giving away a text of the day here for the Thomas Rhett tickets. Thrown to the wolves. How the hell did I throw you to the wolves? <laughs> I asked you what you thought the odds in the game were. Yeah, no, you gave me an no asinine answer. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jackson Sports Center update transcription. All the local basketball teams won, and Mizzou beats SIUE. Geographically challenged. Uh, that's from Chunk in the Chuck. I consider SLU, Illinois, and Mizzou like the three. I mean, I know Lindenwood is D1, and I know SIUE, of course, is D1. But like, the three teams, the big three teams locally, Illinois, SLU, Mizzou. I would agree, but you would also acknowledge geographically those would be in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I didn't catch the Sports Center update. What is the. Uh... Well, I just Mizzou won and SLU won. Yeah. Great great night for local basketball. Yeah, Unless you're an SIUE fan, I guess. Sure. And I'm sure there's some out there, but you already made it clear that you don't really recognize the 618. I have so much family in that from Edwardsville, it's not even funny. So. <laughs> God bless Edwardsville. Oh, what a wonderful... Uh, look at this, a sound story question. You know, you may have heard uh, Joe Buck uh, with these sound story questions. Uh, and you can get a sound story here for the 101 ESPN listeners with, with me or Randy Carricker. Uh, hey, Tim, can uh, both parents be in on the same sound story interview? Is it just mano a mano? No, uh, both can be. They will be about 45 minutes to an hour. And you can use the promo code ESPN to get 10% off your sound story. For those of you not familiar with it, I started this uh, a couple of years ago for my podcast. People wanted me to interview my father, and I said, ah, Jackson, I feel like we're both going to start weeping. 
Right. And I just, I, that's something we'll, we'll weep together privately. And then a gentleman listener, I don't recall the name, just somebody who listened said, Hey, don't do it for yourself or for your dad, do it for your kids. And then their kids. So they'll always be able to hear your dad's voice and his story. And I said, Oh, that's a great idea. Thank goodness you sent me that email. And so I interviewed my dad. And then I said to the audience, I said, Hey, if you're interested, now that I've done this, I would love to be able to get in my car and listen to an interview with my grandparents who are all gone. So if you'd like me to, I'll interview your parents, grandparents, or yourself as the case might be. So you can have it for your children. And since then, I would say I've done about 150 of them. And so uh, you can find out more about it at mysoundstory.com. And if you hate me, well, join the club. I'm not a big fan of myself either. So have Randy Carricker do it, or have Riz from the Rizzuto Show, or Patrico, or Moon, or Courtney, or Doug Vaughn, or John Hewlett, or Learn. Many people here at Hubbard Radio available. MySoundStory.com. You get 10% off, and it's a gift certificate, and it's the greatest holiday gift you'll ever give because everybody will love it and will love it for generations. It's MySoundStory.com, 10% off using the promo code ESPN. All right, uh, we have uh, one segment left, and then it goes to BK and Ferrario. And I understand BK is still not feeling great, but he's going to join the program from home today despite not feeling well. Uh, so that is coming up at 11 o'clock. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. I gotta be honest with you, I thought I managed the clock pretty well today. <laughs> what, what, got, what got away from me? So the second segment? No, it was definitely it was the after the it was after the Panger interview. Uh, oh, is that right? A little, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Nothing terrible, but... Because you didn't know Kane and Taves were, and you gave an asinine line, but nonetheless. Uh, Starting segment four at 10.58, isn't it? Might be a new record, though. (laughs) Uh, What do we we have for our Thomas Rhett text of the day? Uh, This one, to me, was subtle, but I think it was perfect. Uh, Hey, Jackson, 2023 Cardinal Suites go on sale today, just a heads up. Mm. And I think that's that's a really good one. That's a tribute to your wealth and your trust fund. Right, and like it's kind of like a if you know you know kind of mm-hmm. uh, text, a little subtle jab. And I find there the were most many more that, that were very blunt. Yes, some were very upfront with their uh, dis- distaste for me. That's right, which is fine. I you know appreciate that. I like people being honest. This is honesty in media, but you know a little bit of subtlety never hurt anybody. And that's what gets you to Thomas Rhett. There it is. Sure Congratulations does. on the victory, BK and Ferrario. Tanner filling in if BK uh, is illin and he is doing the show from home. Uh, that is coming up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.